I'm Michael Sean Harris, and you're listening to Mike's Moment Of, a weekly podcast in which I, along with my guests, share our various interests in moments of inspiration, truth, life, technology, culture, and more. I hope you're entertained and informed, and that you feel inspired to join me again and again in my Moments Of. Welcome to another episode of Mike's Moment Of, and we have our good friend Neela Ibanks back with us. <laughs> it is, it's actually Emancipation Day when we're recording it, mm-hmm. and enough things are going on the land. <laughs> yeah, no. What is this on the land? <laughs> enough yeah. things are going on the land. Okay, but, alright, so we'll start with, with, um, this is, this is about the boxes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I made a post, actually I made this post. 2017. I think I might have reposted every Emancipation Day since, mm-hmm. but um, this is the first time I'm posting it on on IG, and um, you know got got some some reactions to it, and um, it was suggested that I is you suggested I do the, the podcast about this or is it Michelle, was me? It was me. It was you. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. So I got so excited about it. Yeah. So let me find it and and I'll read it. I'll read it. So it goes. Um, We love our boxes. They help us to keep things organized. When everything is in its place, we know exactly what it is, where it is, and we feel safe in the knowledge that we know where it belongs. We put our friends in boxes. The chatty one, the mean one, the reliable one, the brown one, the coolie one. We put ourselves in boxes. I am white. Chinese, straight, bi, diabetic, three-quarter Italian, aloof, introverted. We put our lives in boxes. Businessmen, scientists, Democrats, socialists, artists. We love our boxes. America loves boxes. State your race. Check the appropriate box. Jamaica loves boxes. She brown and uptown. Get to get a use a chance. We're a black country. We love our boxes. Boxes tell them who they are and who we say they are. Boxes keep them in line and keep them down. Boxes keep us preoccupied with who we aren't and what we don't have. Boxes get deep and the walls get high. Boxes can be closed and never reopened. Boxes hide the truth. Boxes limit expression. Boxes suffocate. Boxes get shipped easily and the contents contaminate others. Break your box down. Gaze over the rim. Climb out. Emancipate yourself from your box. Emancipate yourself from the boxes in which you have placed others. Read that sentence again and I read it again. (laughs) Emancipate yourself from the boxes in which you have placed others. See yourself afresh. See your neighbor through new eyes. Liberate yourself 
through the renewing of your mind and the adjustment of your attitude. Happy Emancipation Day. So that was it. Oh, yeah. is that making that lovely noise I'm hearing? You never heard that noise? I did. It's just me. You did? Okay. So I thought I'd... Oh, I see what it is. It's because I have I have WhatsApp open on, on the computer, mm. I think. And... um. Okay, so maybe I should take it off. <laughs> so I'm not getting that there. I'll put it from there. Okay, great. Let's come back. So, right. So that was a that was a the post that I made, and and for me, it's still it, I still find it rings true for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't think I really like boxes. I don't like labels. Yeah. I don't think I really ever have, and uh, because it it for me it's confining. Mm-hmm. And it, for me, it's it it feels like it's something I'm having to live up to that someone else might have imposed on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when growing up, you usually hear we're not growing up. I think I think this after. I mean, we're still growing, but you know, not in the the, the young young um, ages. You know, later after that, you kind of heard oh, and you know, people who talk about oh, I never saw people who look like me on TV, or I never saw, um, but I never saw people who look like me on TV. Um, not in Jamaica or not even in the US, really. Um, you know, because of of my particular mix or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but it never affected me as as much as other people who I guess expected that they would have. You know, they should have seen people who look like them on TV or in magazines. Um, it it just I mean for me it it wasn't an issue. I guess uh, maybe it was. <laughs> I don't know. If <laughs> it doesn't feel like it was an issue to me, you know. Right. Um, I th- I think I would have been more upset if it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I I guess maybe my my I guess I've, I I I'm sure I probably even tried to fit into some boxes like musically. I've tried to do things like what everybody else was doing, but it it felt like I was betraying myself more times than not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I. I don't think I was successful at it, or maybe I was, and I, I just didn't want to follow through with it. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, so anyway, what, <laughs> what, what is your reaction to the I boxes? Mean, let me tell you, the first thing is this. Hearing you read it mm-hmm. is like it just amplifies all of the meaning underneath it. So I read it, you know, this morning. I loved it. I said, this is so perfect um, because of also how I have thought about this idea about boxes and stepping out of boxes and being outside of the box, right? The proverbial proverbial box. And (laughs) so hearing you read it a while ago, it just gave it a whole other sense of, of light. Right. Um, I, I say the proverbial box because, and I, I mean, I sent you this in a voice note immediately, right? That Mm -hmm. it's, it's there to my mind, there is always going to be a box. It may be called, a different thing for a different person. It might be somebody's identity. It might be somebody's set of rules. It might be somebody else's boundaries. But mm-hmm. humanity, um, in the way that we have known it to be, where we are in an accord and in agreement about how we behave, what we do, uh, our relationships to ourselves and to each other are dictated by some kind of structure, you know? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so when people say, you know, go outside of the box. The truth is, some of the people who go outside of boxes, you know, like criminals, for example, <laughs> or those, or those who, you know, whose mental structure has been broken in a certain kind of way, who are having mental health issues, 
Um, mm. They are truly outside of a certain kind of box. And, and, and what does society and humanity try to do with those persons? You know, that society and humanity tries to civilize or or box back up, rein in, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this idea of, of working without a construct or working without a box um, puts society at risk. Right. Um, right. But 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 interestingly, though, um, I still understand what people mean by going right. outside of the box and because, so I because have, those people are special cases I right mean, I, I yeah that, yeah it, it's 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 a but it, i mean it's an example of what can happen when you decide to really move outside of this idea of having a box having a boundary having a certain um code of your right. of ethics that is agreed upon right mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. i mean and it's funny for me to say this as an artist because as an artist i also book that a lot i i have to but right so so, so what i have rather to say is, you know, your box is an elastic thing. Right. It's expansive. You know, you you have the ability to open that box and widen it when necessary. You have the ability to change dimensions of that box within which you operate. You have right. the ability to join that box to somebody else's. You have the ability to contract it too. You mm-hmm. know, so it's not it's not a rigid sort of thing made out of I think in the voice note I said like um, a steel vault that you'd find right. in a bank. It's right. something that it's it's something that moves to accommodate your growth. As you said, we're always growing. We're still growing. So mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it shifts and changes. And I find because as you as you talk about labels and even in the freest of spaces, there are still labels. You mentioned true. in in That's music true. world, you know, mm-hmm. there because people like to categorize. People want to know what they're seeing. In the blink of an eye, Malcolm Gladwell um, right. wrote this amazing book many, many, many years ago about blink. You know, how many decisions do we make in the blink mm-hmm. of an eye? And some of those are life and death situations. So you have to be able to quickly label right, and then and make your decisions. But that's not the way to actually, that's, that's a flight or fight kind of scenario. That's not the way to actually live and thrive. True. So you have you have to be able to also see outside of something that looks like a label because if mm-hmm. you only live by labels and boxes that can be ticked when you're looking at other people and even at yourself you're you, you you you're doing a great disservice to like the plethora of beauty that humanity has to offer right you right. know um we're not we're not like the animal kingdom or the flora kingdom where you can you know give a, a latin name to every single variety <laughs> Of mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm, you know, exactly, there, there, there are many more varieties, even of the animal and flora kingdom that we haven't discovered yet. So right. there, where is where is the different where is the, the kind of balance between this need to organize life in certain mm-hmm. kinds of boxes? And some people are like that. Some people have to be organized right. in order to be but able to. I'm, to I'm not I'm, I wasn't even I wasn't even advocating like completely, you know, getting rid of the box. I'm I'm so, advocating kind of acknowledging that you're in a box at exactly. times. And That's also true. being being free enough to, to step out of it, look at it, examine yes. it, yes. and reevaluate it and say, okay, yes. maybe I'm no longer fit this box or maybe I need to expand this box and add another room on it. Or mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Because so that's that's not who we that's not who we are. And sometimes when the people when people put you in boxes and you're in that box for a long enough time, you act, you you start to accept that box, even if you don't really fit in the box. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. and then you and and there's a fight that comes out. I mean, for me, that is what is happening in the United States right now. Ah, you know, yeah. it's it's this it's this struggle against these these imposed things, and it's not one is not is the struggle is not one way. Right. Um, I, I know I know a lot of people, you know, 
don't like when I say these things. But for me, and I guess I've said it before, but I just have to, this is for me the truth because it's scientifically it's the truth. There is one race. There is one race. It's a human race, right? So all this thing about, about um, yes, they're different cultures, Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, re- it's really just the human race, yes. and depending on on where in the world your 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 people will be living for, whoever whatever the conditions are and the diet, then your features are going to change, and they're going to adjust to accommodate and to you know to that to that environment and to your life and to to all those things. Mm-hmm. So so now part of the problem, and this is merely a, a, a very small part of the problem because there's more to it. You know, there's all the mm-hmm. systemic stuff, but part right. of the stuff is this belief that there is a separation. Right. You know, there's a there's a difference between you and you because your skin looks different. When genetically, mm-hmm. skin is what you know, a few, a few, like one or Same two, five percent of yeah, yeah, it's five percent of of the difference in 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 your genetic makeup or mm-hmm. less. You know, so it's it's really it's insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then because of the hundreds of years of this now, there are all these systems that you have built up to support these differences and to support you know. These, these, um, these, you know, these, these things that you've created, these, these things that you have constructed, you're supporting them, mm-hmm. and they can't, they can't, they can't sustain because they're not, they're not based on anything real. I'm not saying that they're not real because you've made them real, but they're not based on anything real, huh? and because the thing that they're built on isn't real, they're fighting. There's always a fight. Exactly. There's always going to be a fight. <laughs> right. So, so I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because. It's not, and I guess I can understand why people would be upset about it because it may, to some, it may sound as if okay, you're just dis- you're discounting the realities that mm-hmm, there is in quotation yeah. races, and mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm not doing that either, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the sign, the truth of the matter is, we're all coming from one root, and we're all the same species. Absolutely, we're all the same species, and race as a divisive box, as a divisive uh-huh. category, ha- is, is, is socially constructed. It right. has been socially constructed for a particular purpose and a particular g- agenda and has been allowed to not just drive the discussion, but systemically create the structures that also help to create the psychologies that help to perpetuate the lie. Yes. I know, and I know you're quite right because those boxes were not predicated on any truth. Mm-hmm. The boxes were not predicated on truth. Yes, there are cultural differences, but if I eat this as a starch and you eat that as a starch, the truth is we're both eating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we both need to eat because we're human. Right. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. that difference had been turned into a reason for hate. And I mean, interestingly enough, there is also that kind of hate within 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 groups that right, within phenotypically phenotypical the same cultural groups are, are ethnic groups cultural yes. groups so there's ethnic cleansing that has been happening around the world uh, between a number of different cultural groups who mm-hmm. look the same look and the so, same. so 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 there's a way in which we have um taken we almost look at look for every opportunity to not just kind of identify difference and feel good about the difference, but you weaponize difference. You understand? And when you weaponize difference and you, and you mix that with xenophobic ways of, of being and seeing then even within your own spaces, you are going to start fighting one another. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, but, but at the same time, I'm not, I'm not at all 
kind of like brushing it away and saying, okay, you right. know, it's a human trait to do so because some exactly. real injustices have been done between the court races. Mm-hmm. But the, 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 na- the danger of this idea of labeling and, and, you, and you're, you say, when we're talking about, for example, flora and fauna, go back to this classification mm-hmm. idea. You're not, especially if you're working from a scientific space, you're not labeling them in order to say one is better than the other. You may have no. your own, yeah, you have your own subjective preferences. You might like roses as opposed to carnations, but mm-hmm. you you label them so others can know what they are and be able to make up their minds more easily and quickly about what they're experiencing. But yeah. in in human situation, we have done this race labeling and attached all of these lies to these various race labeling things that now. Um, you have, you know, class and race and social status and economic status all woven in because yeah. of the, because of the various kinds of lies that go with these particular boxes. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. and and so we cannot really see that we are actually the same underneath all of it. We are the same, you know. Um, right, and then, and then if you're, but then if you if you have grown up with these with these labelings and these beliefs and your grandparents and your parents have grown up with, with these, you know, beliefs and these yeah. uh, labels, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna be so difficult, if not near next to impossible to break those down yeah, unless because, you come to some kind of yeah. realization on your own, you know, cause nobody's on gonna tell own. you this and you go, Oh yeah, you're right. No, no they're gonna go, no, no this, this is what I know. I know this, you know, this is who I am and this is who you are. Cause I, I'm going to tell you who I are, but, but you know, people can't tell it, me who I am, all them like, I, <laughs> I know yeah, who I exactly, am. Exactly. You know? It's, 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 it's the fabric of you. Um, yeah, you know yeah. what, you know, when, when does a belief, especially an inherited kind of belief, when does that become part of your DNA? When is that, mm. when does, when is that past? I think of, you know, in Jamaica families that only vote a certain kind of way for a particular party. And they yeah. call themselves diehearted X or diehearted Y. Right, when, was, right. when was that learned? That's a part of their box. And that box also is a box that allows them to belong to similar boxes. You understand? So if True, they choose, yes, yes, yeah, yes. So it's a part of it's their a, It's identity. a sense of, of not being alone, of being Right, and, and it's a part, important part of their community. So when it comes now to deciding through revelation that, you know, actually I'm not interested in this or I'm interested in something else, that you perceive to be the, the, the opposite of this mm-hmm. particular box. It's it's going to cause a lot of um fracker internally yes. as well as a lot of fracker in terms of community and support. Because I mean right, we are social right, animals. Right. We need our support mm-hmm. systems. Um and I'm not even and I, at the same time I'm not using that to to even um excuse any of any of the inexcusable behavior that has occurred when people want to hold on to their boxes and do violence to people who they think belong to other boxes. Like, not at all. But at the same time, I can understand how when you're steeped in something, you, and you think that the box that you're in is the only thing. Yeah. No matter what you see, no matter what you hear, you think that is the only thing, then I can Mm -hmm. see where that next thing would be. But, I mean, they're getting a rude awakening because it is 2020. And the lies upon which those boxes were predicated those lies are coming right out. And so they're going to have to deal yes. with the consequences of it. Left, right, and center. Seems yeah. like this is the year for that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. so all right. we have some um, some voice notes to listen to and to respond to. I'm going to start with, with Mijan. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let me play it. Okay. Um, here we go. Mike's this, um, this post about the box is so fire. I love it. I love it so 
it's just I love it so much apart from the fact that you look like old Deuteronomy um, it's so direct and, and pointed you know at the truth to the truth I love this line boxes limit expression boxes suffocate boxes get shipped easily and the contents contaminate others bars bro bars <laughs> <laughs> bars uh, why do you have to bring the old deuteronomy deuteronomy the cats thing anyway never mind so yeah uh, so <laughs> lordy yeah. i mean you know yeah it's it's the way that you put it within your post is so um it's not just that it's poetic as, as she rightly said it's bars because it, you know, it's 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 um multi-layered you mm-hmm. know what i mean you're not just looking at it from one particular perspective um, everything that you say almost fills out the like, prism of this idea of these boxes that we are all in. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, mm. bars, brother, bars. But even that, that thing of, of, of the, you know, the thing of, you know, boxes can be shipped and contaminate because mm-hmm. sometimes these, 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 you know, these boxes, these labels, these beliefs, um, can travel, you know, they might yes. start in one place and yes. either through TV or through migration mm-hmm. or whatever, the, the mm-hmm. beliefs travel. And I mean, and in the beginning, they might feel foreign when they just get there, but mm-hmm. then slowly but surely people start to adopt and adapt. And, and um, before you know, it's an, an infection. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think about, and I mean, I often think about this and end up extremely low afterwards, but I do it anyway. I think about... Um, the African ancestors that were stolen right. from from the continent and forcibly brought over to the Caribbean, particularly, of course, you know, to North America as well, but particularly mm-hmm. to the Caribbean. And I think about the kinds of, huh, I'm not even thinking about the boxing situation that the Middle Passage was, right? Horrible. No. Wow. But I, th- I, I think I think about the the number of years that the, that slave trade that trade in enslaved Africans took place and how how their their own boxes of identity would have had to shift because of survival. Right, right. Because of survival. So mm-hmm. so so some persons, some of our, our ancestors, their boxes weren't they weren't able to, you know, and it's, there's no judgment here at all, they weren't able to stomach the opening of their box to, uh, to even say, I can, I can, you know, I can manage the way these people are treating me. This is crazy. And they jumped over. They bravely right. jumped over and went home, right? Those who made it mm. over to the Caribbean lands had to adjust so many kinds of things out of fear. And so if you work with the way that, um, especially a number of us cultural scholars understand DNA information to pass down from generation to generation, there are inherited um, aspects of our own identity boxes mm-hmm. that are steeped in fear. They're right. steeped. They're steeped in 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 survival or else. You know, some of those some sorry, some of those are connected to religious beliefs. Some of them are connected right. to gender beliefs. Some of them are connected mm-hmm. to to physical beliefs that we inherited. Because that was the only way to be able to ensure your survival 400 and 500 years ago. And I think some of, I mean, I think it's a combination. Because I think some of them, some of them are communal. 
as well because mm-hmm. it might it might not be something that you maybe even your bloodline or whatever might have inherited but but it's a it's a thing that you're living in you know with the other mm-hmm. people you're going to to school with the church with mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so so it's a communal thing as well and yeah. it's something you'll you say oh well this this is the way it should happen this is where this is what i should believe because it's what everybody else does right. you know um because I, I think i was sharing with you it's earlier today right earlier today that you know i was looking at some of my my the, the birth the, the the birth certificates and wedding uh-huh. certificates of so my my people you know so my uh-huh. ancestors and because there's so, because there's such a mix you wonder what what it is that you did inherit because I, uh-huh. I mean I, I was looking at some of mine and so many of them said planter and I was like uh-huh. what does that mean planter uh-huh. what, does, what what does that mean what what exactly does that mean in eighteen whenever eighteen eighty something Right. What does that mean, planter? Is that is uh, is this a plantation owner? Is it just a farmer? What mm. what does that mean? Did these people have slaves? Did you mm-hmm. know? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and then because there's ancestry of of, of people who are enslaved, and there's right. ancestry of people who who were indentured servants, because mm-hmm. you know not every African who came to Jamaica was a slave. Right. Of course. You know, after a certain time, a lot of them were indentured servants, and and so they didn't have some of those struggles mm-hmm. that the others that the, that that, that the, the ones who came before mm-hmm. had. Mm-hmm. And um and maybe maybe they shared some things and maybe you know some things they did adopt, um right. you know from living with them and 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 being seen as the same as everybody who was there, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and some they didn't because like Komina Komina is not coming out of I was going to mention that exactly you know, it's which, not is, coming which is out why of it's such a strong retention yeah right right mm-hmm. so uh, so you know you, I I you start to wonder it's like so so who who are these people right. and um and how did they get together if you know if they were a plant and if and this means what you think it means um you know how come your your wife was was an intentioned servant or how come you know because there's there's wedding certificate there's marriage certificates as well right so you know like i this is this is so interesting because i have been there are a couple or two things came to me one thing came to me that is the ending of professor rex nettleford's piece the crossing Mm-hmm. And the crossing uses the music from the root, from Roots, the right. miniseries Roots, right? Alex mm-hmm. Haley. And in the end, you know, after they go through the, the, the capture and the transfer of the enslaved and coming into this quote-unquote new world and the treatment and there's this sort of love story between a um, plantation owner's wife and a field slave and whatever, and he gets killed. There's that part of it. And then, magically, as happens in the art sometimes, um, <laughs> it come. It, there, there are. There's everybody in the end in the same costume. So previously, you could definitely see who was in the ruling class, who was in the enslaved class, and so on, primarily mm-hmm. by costume. Right. But in the end, everybody was wearing. So nobody's wearing Union Jack colors mm-hmm. or anything. Everybody is wearing the same costume. And the final um, motif is this reaching out and looking up. Everybody's looking up in this cluster, reaching out towards the audience, but looking up towards the sky. As I'm mm-hmm. talking to you, I'm doing it. And it's almost like, it's, it's as if we're all here now, creating this new world as Creole persons. So mm-hmm. we all have to get along, right? right. Um, and and in a way, even Jamaica's motto has has kind of tried to perpetuate that. Out of many, one. Out of many, one. Out of many, right. one. We're one. But what you're finding nowadays, especially, is that we use that as a kind of a brush stroke to Mm -hmm. not pay attention to the individualism within the one. 
Right, so because that, it has to be, yeah, has to right, be individualism. We, yeah, individually we are respected and together we are stronger. I mean, that is that is a better way, I think, of, the, of thinking about it mm-hmm. because there mm-hmm. are a number of different boxes or identities that True. are disadvantaged within this oneness of this new world that we have created. LGBTQ, first on this yes. for me, women, mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. you understand? The poor. The, the yeah. poor those who are differently abled, yes. elderly. Because, and, and, you know, COVID has kind of brought this out because those now who have been living on the margins, you realize how much they have not been taken care of in this out of many, we are one space, right? So, yes, yes, so, yes. so, so we have we've kind of glossed over because we, we generally, are, generally are able to get along. Mm-hmm. Then we've kind of plurally, we've, we, we, we've glossed over the specifics, right? And I mean, even even somebody like me looking at me, people think I'm Indian. Right. I don't I don't have any proof of anybody Indian in my family. My father's brothers and sisters look like him in terms of features, but their hair is all different. They're okay. they're not necessarily two might look like they come from an Indian family and others look like they come from a, a family that's mixed maybe with European and with African. I don't right. have the I don't have the, the the certificates, you know. So I am a what in Trinidad they call a Kalalu. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a melange of right of a number right. of different different strains and right. out of a certain kind of way. But the other day I had to come to a reckoning with myself. I said the truth of the matter is there is probably European in me. Mm-hmm. And if there is European in me, there means that there was um, probably a, an, a, a relationship of unequal power, and I'm, 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 that's a euphemism, right? Right. Mm-hmm. In, terms mm-hmm. of, in terms of rape, in terms of because a number of those relationships where miscegenation occurred were not consensual. Right. But, no but not necessarily, what, though. Not necessarily. No, no, meaning, meaning, I'm saying, not, no matter what it might have looked like. Let mm-hmm. us say the planter side of things, because of the power differential. Right. It, and 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 if you don't if you don't feel like you have you have the power to not give consent to something, then it's not as equal as the other person would have thought. You understand what I mean? So right. it's right. transactional. And so I think a number, mm-hmm. not to say all of them, because I right. don't know the histories of everything, mm-hmm. but but in terms of studying history, a number of those relationships and it's all coming out in the Washington States and stuff now, a lot of those relationships that people would have said, oh, you know, um, and this is not when freedom, quote unquote, was granted either. I'm talking about from beforehand. Right. A lot of those had to do with power struggles mm-hmm. um, and fighting and 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 raping and, and that kind of thing. And so, I mean, when people were able to freely choose each other in spite of, of color boxes and culture boxes i mean they, they receive their fight for that as well and that is a, that's an awesome thing may i tell you love mm-hmm. is, but well except for certain things we'll talk about another time right. um between adults love is love but mm-hmm. um it's it's just it's 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 troublesome i was saying to you earlier that i have had quiet talks with my ancestors whose right. names i don't know yeah. And I have said that because when I look at myself, I know that somewhere along the line, somebody troubled somebody. I know somewhere mm-hmm. along the line, somebody violated someone. And in the realm of spirit, you, sir, need to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You need to come to recompense with it. I am not going to be your bridge for it. 
I am well, standing in the, like I'm standing in the gap for my ancestor who was violated. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. You understand? So so there are, mm-hmm. I'm having I'm having conversations with my ancestors because a lot of times we we talk about all oh, the ancestors, the ancestors. Not all of them yeah. were great. Right. Some, yes. some 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 of them left us with them some some crazy ass things to deal with. But true, true. this 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 for me is a part of I am figuring out what makes up my box. Mm-hmm. I'm figuring because there are boxes that people put me in all the time because of what I look like and what I talk like and right, how right. I move and whatever, mm-hmm, which don't necessarily mm-hmm. represent what all the things I'm finding out about myself as I am growing and I am evolving. Exactly. So, yeah. and part of this evolution has to do with self um, investigation mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. looking at the realities of the things that have made me up and making my own choice about them. Right. So that's, that's one, that's something that I always, I say a lot and I, I write it a lot that, that, you know, define, I always put hashtag define yourself right. because, um, because I'm, I'm, I'm always in that process um, of defining myself and I don't allow, because I look like many things and I mm-hmm. might sound like many things and I might act like many things. And so everybody will have their own idea because of where you come right. from or because of how you sound or, or that thing you did. So they'll have their own label for you, and I'm not taking any of anybody else's labels. That's right. So, so I, I define myself. But you know, with with the, the ancestry stuff, there are some people who who came to Jamaica just because they were allowed to get married here, um, uh-huh. and, and they they came here just because of that. Mm-hmm. There, there are people who came from Scotland who were you know who were who was marrying somebody from Africa who couldn't do it in England. Right, and they and came, came here to, to do it. Right, mm. they came here to mm. do it. So there's, mm-hmm. there's there's those stories as well. Uh, yeah, um, there are those. You know, so but but even looking at my ancestry, looking at my, my DNA things mm. that I get from twenty three and me, and also looking at all the birth certificates and the marriage certificates, because I, I mean, there's no question. I've always, I I grew up knowing knowing that I have European ancestry and I have Indian right. ancestry and I have African ancestry, and 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 the proof is there with all the, with all the documents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, but the thing is that I've never, you, you know, how, how, how some people identify with African or they identify with, I've never identified with, with, with African. I've never identified with European and I've never identified with Indian. Um, mm. I, I've tried, <laughs> you know, in some ways I've tried and investigated and said, which one feels more like me, but no, none of them. I feel I'm Jamaican. And even though I'm the, you know, might be one of the weirdest Jamaicans that, cause most people, when they see me or when they meet me or they talk with me, even after a while I go, you're Jamaican, but right. that's just who, because that's where I grew up. That's where I born. And mm-hmm. so that is, that is, that is the identity that I have. I don't, yeah. I don't, you know, I will sometimes joke and go, oh yeah, because I'm Indian. Oh yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. European or whatever. But um, but that is not really who I identify as. Mm. Um, yes, I, I can, I, I can, I think in me, I recognize certain pangs when certain things from those cultures. Um, I'm faced with those things from those mm-hmm. cultures, and mm-hmm. and and there's certain things that that will rise up in me and I goes, oh yeah, this this feels like, you know, it feels like something that that I can relate to. Yeah. Um, uh, but but. It, that doesn't mean that I go okay. So I am this, you know. Right. <laughs> you, you know yeah. what I mean? You know. So it's 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 interesting. It, and and I mean, I have people call me all these because if I if I were to to take on the identity of what people identify me as, I'd be so mm-hmm. many different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. you you just have to go. No, this is I'm saying. I'll tell you who I am. Right. Um, you take it or leave it. <laughs> you know. I'll tell you who I am, and this is it. And if you don't, I mean, if you can't live with that, then that's, that's your problem, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah I can see you and say goodbye. <laughs> you know, and it's, I don't know. It, 
what can I say this? So in terms of the, the kinds of ethnic identities that may be within one's um, sense of self or or one's experience of self through family and that kind of thing, mm-hmm. I will say that I have always resonated with African culture. And I, I mean, I know Africa is a continent. Right, um, right. So it's more like a Pan-African idea of culture mm-hmm, from whichever mm-hmm. country, you know. Um, and I have resonated with aspects of Indian culture, understanding mm-hmm. it's also not monolith. And I have, you know, resonated with aspects of European culture, right, understanding yeah. that it's not, it's not monolith either. Right. But the resonance, the, re, the, like, the deep resonance, and it might also be because I'm a dancer, the mm-hmm. deep resonance for me is with aspects of 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 culture that comes out of the African continent, mm-hmm. um, and it it might also be because, and I can understand why 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 persons, particularly those who are pro Africa and pro African culture, um, are a little bit nervous when when people say, well, you know, I am a Jamaican as opposed to I am an African Jamaican. Uh, African Caribbean person, because you see already the culture of those who were brought here, those who were for- forcibly brought here, or who came here under unfair circumstances, because indentorship was a very unfair circumstance, has been deemed less than the quote-unquote ruling culture at the time, and aspects have been erased. I mean, I mean, think about the ruling that came yesterday regarding the, the five-year-old child who had locks at school, right. you know? Well, let's be careful um, with that ruling because I'm, I'm not sure if what was reported is actually the truth. Right, but but so. yeah, in the, but in the sense that, um, at the very least, the fact that a school could say so. So maybe right. not mm-hmm. the situation, the fact mm-hmm. that there's a there's a school, and I heard a vo- the voice note with the principal speaking and quoting her 35 years of experience in the field of education, but who could still suggest that something that comes from an African, a Pan-African way of expressing self could be equated to be unhygienic. You know what I mean? In 2018. So it's like, I can understand where you 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 want to, to make sure that you rebalance the scales by mm-hmm. pushing the effort under that which has been denigrated to have everyone understand that it is just as valuable, if not more valuable right. than mm-hmm. that, that we were pumped with and we, right, had, right, we right. were forced to to make space in our box for that and in mm-hmm. fact we made space in our boxes for the european um cultural information by sometimes kicking stuff out so sometimes we had to we were forced to get rid of some of the 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 um cultural information from your, our own homelands True. in order to be able to accommodate the stuff that we were being given so that we could survive. But one beautiful thing, particularly about a number of the African cultural um, forms that remain with us is that we were able to be syncretic with it. They did it in Cuba, they did it in Brazil, we've done it out here, where we have combined the European belief systems and the African belief systems to syncretize and create something new. Right. Right, right. You know, so 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 that occurred, and I'm sure within Indian spaces and within Chinese spaces, even though because their introduction to this area of the world was different, they were able to band together better than we were, because the right. idea was not supposed to be that they were 
kept separate, whereas for us the idea was that they keep the Africans separate from each other. So um, I don't know how much syncretism has happened within within their own cultural um, experiences, but for the African um, ancestors, they really had to kind of either get rid of some things in order to make space for the European information or to attach that European information to something else that they knew and understood so they could hold on to that. Right, yeah. Right, right. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, I went off a little bit, but it's just to, yeah, to kind of, to kind of, there, there's a, there's a way in which the resonance of that speaks more strongly to me than mm-hmm. the resonance of, of anything European. When mm-hmm. I do a DNA test, I'll find out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the truth and, is the percentage doesn't matter to me. Because yeah, the, 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 the percentage is not even about that. Yeah, and and honestly, the percentage changes like, depending on the information that they get, because <laughs> uh-huh. it's really based on 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 their um, looking at all of the the data from right. from the pool that they have, and it switches. Because I've right. done man, and and the, the the percentages have changed over the past two years, mm-hmm, uh, several mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. but what was I going to say now? Um, okay. Oh, uh, it at different points in my life, different different aspects of different cultures have resonated i remember ah. i remember when i was just out of high school arabic culture mm-hmm. was, had a had a really and i was even writing music like it because i was so it it it, it really spoke to me um mm-hmm. and then and then a little further on some of the the, the afro-cuban stuff was speaking to me i, I think for all mm-hmm. my you know since since i was in little people and Ashe. The Afro Jamaican, like Kumina specifically, um, mm-hmm. has been has been speaking to me in in in, in those ways. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely, you know, the, 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 there there's there's aspects of the European culture that speak to me, um, especially when I was there. I mean, there's some mm-hmm. things that just it, some things for me it felt like home. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. it's really strange. I mean, mm-hmm. and, and some places where I didn't expect it to. You know, I went to Poland and some things just felt, wow, this feels really comfortable. This feels mm-hmm. natural. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, I, but, 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 you know, we get that in, when you go to Africa, in different parts of Africa, when you go to Ghana, and, right. and you know, you, you we get that as well. Um, so it, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's just that, boy, you just have to kind of put value to everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, yes. I, I don't know if I'm, if I'm unique, but I'm glad that I, I kind of grew up with that sense of, I, of, I have these cultures as part of me and accessible to me because mm-hmm. I, from, I can remember from, I was in prep school, I, I knew. You know, because I used to ask about these things, and my father would say, "Okay, this person was from there, and this person was from here, and blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Um, the, the 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 sad part is that a lot of the, the African, you know, I don't have those names. You know, I don't mm-hmm. have the, the, the names. I have I have some of the Indian names, and I have some of the European names, and mm-hmm. you know, and you, and and we have the records of those people. Right. Um, but but let's go back to the boxes. Uh, we we have. Let's listen to what Michael Holgate. Mikey, oh, um, I want to ask you. I, w- I want to ask yeah. you one thing before. Do you think that your growing up in the arts and through the arts allowed you to be able to see the cult- from cultural information um, as having equal value? Do you think that kind of upbringing assisted? I think most definitely, and because of the people who we had, who I had teaching me, right. um, like Joseph Robinson and Kathy Levy and, right. and, and Paulette Bellamy, because. Um, even if one might have valued more more of one thing than the other, there's there mm-hmm. was somebody else who could who struck a balance, right. you know. So I was I was getting this information. I was getting this. I was being kind of fed with a joy for all of it, in right. a sense. A, I love that a joy for uh, all of yeah. it. Yeah, and a respect for it. And because, a respect for it. Yeah. Um, because it, 
and I, and I think that's probably why I feel the way I feel about the folk music now mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. because of that. I mean, I, I it it feels like such an important part of of the culture and important right. part of our identity. Um, these things that these things that we got from from all around the world, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, because I know a lot of times the Jamaicans, yeah, we say auto many one people and we don't act it really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is not in practice it's not always auto many one people. Right. But but I but that is for me, it, you know, in my thing, that that is that is really the truth. Because that's how I feel about it. Um Yeah, I was I was thinking about then, you know, the disservice that we do to our youth, the disservice that we do to our Jamaican um or upcoming Jamaicans when we don't have the arts as critical in their curricula because you don't get they don't get a chance at home necessarily to investigate a number of different value systems a number of different you know mm-hmm. cultural information and if you know the majority of time is spent in school arts in schools will assist in persons being able to understand the value of all the cultural information so that it's not mm-hmm. just about the kind of European and no North American information that we are being pushed on or that's being pushed on onto them um, right. more easily. You know, people will mm-hmm. be getting the cultural information from various places and spaces right. within their curriculum. We'd, we we really see, have done me, them a great disservice if that's not so. I, I completely, and we still and we continue to do it because I think is I mean the arts, but but even more importantly the cultural information. And when I say right. cultural information, I, I'm not only talking about folk music. I'm talking about dancehall. I'm talking about reggae. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the sports. I'm talking about everybody and the influences that we have had out mm-hmm. in the world because mm-hmm. that information, if it's if it's if it's if it's um, nicely packaged and 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 taught to people from their growing up, from their in you know elementary school going up. It 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 gives you a, a bigger sense of who you are as a Jamaican in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what you have to offer, what you what what your country and your countrymen and women have offered, and um and and, and you you kind of go about your your being, you know, um with a, with more of a sense of purpose and a and a, and a sense of pride actually, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. because you know where you're coming from really. You know, sometimes if you if you don't even know some of these songs and you don't know the rhythms or what they mean or that kind of thing, you you kind of lost. Yeah. You know, and anybody can tell you anything. You can go you can go to Belgium and somebody who who thinks they they know some about, about reggae or about about Kumina can say, okay, this is what happened. And you go, oh yeah, really? I didn't know. Can nobody ever tell me? And and it's lies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, like you can mm-hmm. be easily led astray. You know, and I've seen it happen. Yeah. I've seen it. I mean, I see people publishing books and stuff, and what do they know? Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. definitely, we're, we're we're doing a huge, but it's you know, hilarious. people have to people have to buy into what we're saying because we keep saying it, though, Nila. Okay, um, <laughs> Okay. Right. Let's listen to Mikey. Listen to Mikey about, okay. about boxes. All right, here mm-hmm. go. One man's box is another man's ball. Balls bounce, boxes fall. For me, it's more than just uh, about boxes. It's about frames. And frames are important at some points in your life because it helps to give structure. And structure is what is important to me. Some people love things much more spontaneous and some people love things much more structured. However you love things, that could arguably be your box. So if you love to be spontaneous and you say you don't like boxes, maybe that is your box. If you like to be structured, 
and you still don't want to think of yourself as being in a box maybe that is your box so it all comes down to what does the box look like for me i know for example i i, I pay attention a lot to the myers Riggs temperament typology which identified me as an infj from a long time ago i remember reading a book called uh beat of a different drum or something like that but that was the first temperament type book that i read and it was just so powerful for me because it helped me to identify that i was not weird for having these three these traits and it, it helped me to identify that there were others who had these similar traits this 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 personality type and um as a youngster it's important to not necessarily be like others but to know that you are not alone and so that's a box that i've kind of stuck to the infj introverted intuitive thinking judgment and the judgment is not about being judgmental it's about being um, structured and, and having a need for structure um, sometimes we latch onto a box to and hold on to it because for example the introverted aspects of that people look at me and they don't think I'm an introvert but that's because I can be so outgoing and so alive you know people tend to think that introverts are shy and withdrawn and into themselves and not of the world in a certain way that's good but introversion really just means that you get energy by being by yourself and you spend that energy when you are around people so in truth and in fact I am an introvert because I really love my own company and I'm quite good with that and it's a box not because I am making myself an introvert but because I naturally have certain tendencies and the box of introversion helps me to explain myself to myself and to others if they are interested and to keep others from trying to pull me into another box that I'm not interested in being in. So that is how it is for me with boxes. Boxes are structure and structure is important. And so I like to think of my box then as a ball box that bounces. And so this box is a frame. And as an artist, I can be just as um, strange in how I describe ball boxes as I want to be because that also is my box. That's, isn't that the most Michael Holgate um, response you've ever heard? Yes, exactly. It is. It is that. That is just just like you no, know, but just like how Mijan's was, you know, just totally Mijan-esque. Yes, yeah, yes. Man, that is yeah, a man. Michael Holgate response. You know, um, the the <laughs> idea box, of the which is a yeah, frame. A ball, yeah, a ball box as a frame. Yeah, which and I totally yeah. get it because there is this idea of mobility. There is this idea yeah, of malleability. Yeah. There is this idea that sometimes even this box can bounce you and move you higher than you were before and over to somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, um, balls are sometimes deflatable, sometimes inflatable. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. just, just, just this kind of idea of something, your box yeah. being something that you define for yourself. So the dimensions can change, the dimensions shape can, can change. change. The shape can change, yeah, can It can change. move, it can move, it can, yeah. It can yeah, change yeah. because a lot of people's boxes, they feel can't move. Let's talk about those those um temperament types. And for me, they're like uh, archety archetypes as well. Yeah. And I mean, I give Michael a hard time sometimes about those 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 <laughs> things. I mean, I've done them as well, and I've had to do yeah. them when I was at Berkeley. And I mean, I usually end up with the same INFJ. I think that he mm -hmm. is, mm -hmm. um, which is which is sounds about right. But I don't. I 
I, I see it and go, yes, but I'm all these other things as well. So, and that's why, you know, I go, you know, you're not defined by these things, but I, but I know he doesn't think that he's defined by yeah. it. I mean, really, it's an, it's an archetype. And um and and there's aspects of you in all of the the archetypes. So, you know, sometimes at some points in your life or even in your day, you might be stronger in one than the other. Um, it, but I guess these it, should overall. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, there are a number of different things that you know humans have looked towards, as he rightly spoke about, to get a certain sense of community and belonging. Even even um just to know you're not alone. Then you know you're not right. trying to fit in just to know that you're not alone that somebody else is thinking about something in a similar way as you are kind of you know rest that that lonely heart mm-hmm. thing at ease or that 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 worry that yeah. oh boy you know i'm out there and i live by myself kind of mm-hmm. a thing so you get a Me. resonance with somebody else so yeah. those 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 kinds of um assessments are good in some ways sometimes mm-hmm. they give you a lot of insight about self to be honest, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. can they can allow you to say, oh, okay, this makes sense. So as opposed to only going back to your own personal history to try to figure out why there are some things that you do, you right. may also be able to use something else that says, ah, this is a structured experience that that has been experienced by a number of other people. Okay, and this is why they do it. And then you start to go back to yourself and say, okay, is that why I do it? So these things, I think, are another way to kind of, as I was talking about before, to sort of figure out what is in your box. And what what your construction of your box is going to be, um, but not necessarily to be held fast. So, for example, right. another another kind of archetype thing that people use is astrology. Right, horoscope. I was about to say that. You know? Yeah. There are there are the gene keys is another one that is very relatively numerology. Recent. Yeah, there's numerology. Tarot. There are yeah a, a number of things kind of um, coalesce into a way in which we try to understand ourselves understand what our boundaries are what our habits are um right. and how we can be described to others and how we can be described to ourselves how we describe ourselves to ourselves you know i mean i don't know how many people do like self journaling nowadays mm-hmm. i guess i guess a number of people are journaling but it's mm-hmm. interesting it's interesting you know how how often we're asking ourselves questions about ourselves right. um and trying to figure out our identities through that kind of process, but sometimes it does have a, a framework. Right, I'm, I'm just concerned sometimes that we sometimes we get these we get these these evaluations and we hog up what they say. Right, you know, we we, we kind of hog up for their life what they say that this is me, this mm-hmm. is me. But but there's sometimes when you're growing out of what that was, and True. and you're and you're so busy hogging it up that yeah. that that you're not giving yourself a chance to blossom into the new thing that you need to blossom into. And you know, you, 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 hmm, you know what I've, I feel that way about too, um, but it's not necessarily in terms of personality type um, situations. It's mm-hmm. in terms of sexualities and genders. Right, because I thought it's fluid. Yeah, yeah. For, for me, I where I am right now in my belief system is that sexuality is on a spectrum. Mm-hmm. It's fluid. Gender is a social construct. So mm-hmm. um, that is, you know, it is determined by, well, usually determined by what it is that society says it is. But we're so what you present up, as. What you present as. Mm-hmm. But we're moving into a space of, of personal autonomy where we are able to say it is what I identify as. Because mm-hmm. I can identify as one thing and present as something else. True. And if I tell mm-hmm. you what I identify as, please respect 
that is what I identify as, you know, right. and so we're, we're discovering the multidimensionality of sex and gender and sexualities and so on. But mm. there are ways in which in terms of at least, it, especially in terms of sexual attraction, you have this spectrum. And because we are so used to being so specific about the box that you're in, there's mm-hmm. no idea for some people that you can actually move from one box into another based upon your phase of life. You know what I True. mean? Mm-hmm. People think you can never move from one thing to another, but that that's a number of people. That's not true for some people. They're very fixed personalities. And so you know, once they're there, they're there, but there are others who move and flit yeah. like butterflies from flower to flower. And it doesn't mean I, that they're loopy. No. I, I know, and I know so many people who, who have done that and they're, they're not loopy in, 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 in any sense of the word. They're, they're quite level-headed. Yeah. Um, it just is what it is. Right. And what you find is it makes other people uncomfortable because then though they don't know where to place you. And so even within, it, even right. within, within the LGBTQ, um, IA plus, um, community, there's still so much division. There's so much divisiveness between but categories. You'd think, and, though, and you would you'd think, think that it, being in that, you know, in, in, in that community, that yeah. you realize that sometimes it's not it's it's really none of your business. <laughs> you know, this right. if the person just says this is this is who I am and who I'm being, then you accept that. Yeah, um, to my mind to my mind, if if unless you and the person are in an actual relationship, intimate relationship. And it, right, and it's causing and it causes a problem there. Then, then it shouldn't be anybody else's business, you know what I mean? Right. But but we define ourselves not only by ourselves, you know, we define ourselves by each other. We really do. Our boxes but that's something we can unlearn, though, you know. That's not, that's not something that we have to be doing all the time. It's something we grew up probably doing. Yeah. But it's something we can unlearn. We, I, you know, I don't have to be defined by you. I, like, yeah. by who you say you are. I don't need to be defined by you. You can be who you say you are, and I can be who I say I am, and we can live quite happily together. I, I mean, but then, I but I'm wondering, though, okay, maybe it's not being defined by who you say you are, but being defined by my acceptance of or rejection of who you say you are right okay you know what i mean so 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 my my treatment of who you say you are defines me you get what i mean Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. so i'm wondering i'm wondering if um is that the way that we have been operating then or is that a way that we should be operating so, all right, let me let me let me try and break it down even some more. So, are right, you say um, your treatment of who who I say I am? Right. So, so it, when when you say your treatment, you mean your reaction to my reaction, your your to opinion of my opinion who, of how, who how, I say I am. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's a tough one because I mean, it just depends on how 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 much you want to you, you need other people's opinions and things to affect you i mean and it, i mean if it becomes physical yes it's going to affect you mm-hmm. you know but if it's just an opinion and and you know and you can accept that they have a difference of opinion then you, then yes you can be in the same space but if you can't accept that this person doesn't do, doesn't accept me then yeah. you need to make a decision about whether you're going to be you know in that same Space and maybe sometimes you can't make a decision. Maybe right. it's not always a, it's not always a decision, and someone can just say, "Yeah, I'm I'm leaving, or right. I'm not going to be around," because it could right. be a, ch- a child and a parent. It could be you know I- an intimate relationship or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm I'm thinking yeah. I'm thinking about those particularly. I mean, I guess because we're we are Jamaican, we're in Jamaica. Those who hold homophobic views, for example, right? And right. their boxes, mm-hmm. anything to do with any kind of same sex thing mm-hmm. or transgender thing, them just burn it out straight away. But then they may have a family member, they maybe have a, a best friend who they love so much, who they discover is a part of the LGBTQIA community. Mm-hmm. It's almost like their box gets particularly affected if they can accept this particular person because of what is in this particular person's box. Not to, I mean, don't mind say they, they love the person because the person is a close person to them. Right. But their own sense of self, their own box now gets challenged by being able to expand. Right. Understand their own sense of identity gets challenged by that. They, but for me, that's a good thing. Yeah. I think so. I think if you're, if, because I, I, I mean, for me, for me, that's his life though. That for me, life is, is getting the, these beliefs and these systems and these boxes that you grew up with mm-hmm. getting, get, you know, meeting up on challenges and, and reevaluating, expanding, adjusting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because, because if you don't do that, what you're going to do, you're just going to be stagnant and die. You, you have to grow. That's growth. That's what that is. How many people expect that they're going to be stagnant and die? You know, Mike, there are so many people out there who believe that a sudden set and a sudden mago see till them till them leave the earth here. Oh, that's like, a boring life, man. <laughs> it's safe. It's 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 comforting. Um, you know, the same thing every Friday night. The same thing well, every. Like, day. But but again, you know, we are talking, but we're artists, so we 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 think differently. I think. This is um, true. My boxes are all yeah. different. My boxes are probably tetrahedral. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's lower. Yeah. This is we're in the matrix. You know, we <laughs> we we yeah, you know we see we, see, we, we see can morph people. and 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 beam beam here and there. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, that that would be the most boring thing in the world to me. So, and even, and you know, it gets even it gets even more tricky when you attach your box to somebody else's box and you're somebody who thinks, you know, I can expand my box at some point in time. I, ex- I expect to maybe even multiply it a little bit and the other person is like, nope, this is my box for life mm-hmm. and you married me like this and I am here like this. And, your, bo- and your box let us stay the same way too. Exactly, and yours will stay the same way as well. There's, there's, I mean, there's a way in which we're not, especially when it comes to these predetermined kind of relationships, family relationships, intimate mm-hmm. relationships. We are so... Um, constrained by the construct that we've been fed that we don't expect growth in either one yeah. of them. So we don't expect surprise, we don't expect change. And all of that is expanding a box. But yeah. you see, for me, I mean, I mean, I didn't start out being this way either. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure I was just like anybody else, but it, it, it's, it's as, as you, as you grow and you meet people and you get exposed and you, and you, and your understanding expands Mm-hmm. Then you adjust, you know. I mean, so it, it's not like it's not like it's not like we started out where we're in our way of thinking that we're thinking no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it came from experiencing the world and experiencing people, and experiencing art and experiencing life, mm-hmm. and 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 understanding that everybody everybody deserves has a right to their place um, in in on the earth, <laughs> you know, beside you. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless of what they're presenting as or what they you know what they, they have the right to be here yeah and 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 to and to to identify and to 
to to to to to discover who they are in the ways that they need to discover who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, some an image just came to me a while ago of a matryoshka doll, um, the Russian dolls, the nesting dolls. Yes, 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 yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering about our boxes being like that as well, because in as much as we have this box that represents mm-hmm. our um, our framework for ourselves, you know, our our habits, our boundaries, and so on and so forth. There are aspects of ourselves that nobody sees but us. True. You know, that may be a, a corner box within the box. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. may be bigger, bigger parts of boxes. I was just I was just imagining in my head now, you know, this this um shape, maybe like, I don't know if it's a box, the shape of me then and mm-hmm. all the various parts of the shape of me, some of them that you have to keep for yourself because you can't right. completely reveal yourself to anybody else. There's a part of it that only God knows. But, but so, sometimes, sometimes I think those parts that nobody knows are some some of the biggest parts because I think that's where you're expanding and you. <laughs> well, for me anyway, sometimes uh, you know these parts are expanding, but you can't let everybody know that you're expanding these, you know, these ways of thinking. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, the majority of you is that expansive it's part. The and iceberg thing, man. Yeah, exactly. People only see the tip. They just see a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Ah, I love that. I love that as an image. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have more to listen to because well, we love talking. The two we love talk. I think every time we get on this, <laughs> why God, we love to talk to each other. Okay. We do. We do. We do. I love, love you. I love your company. I love. I love talking with you. I love your brain. Um, where's, where's, where's the tea? Because you know I'm used to these, these talks coming with some tea from a particular cabinet. That yeah. is true. Yes, I'm, I'm used to that. So when yes. COVID, we have some tea. Tea. We'll have to fix that. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's listen to what Shauna had to say. Uh, yes, SKB. <laughs> uh, my girl, Emancipation Day, Jamaica 2020. I don't know if it is the, the general climate of the world this year or this year has shifted the climate of the world. And Jamaica, Emancipation Day, as you, you very well said, boxes. We use boxes to survive. But I don't know how long it will take us to step out of the boxes. I remember a Lauren Hill song some years ago um, from our Unplugged album that said, I get out. And I was fairly young when it happened. And I just remember, I get out. I get out of all your boxes because it is the only way that we're going free ourselves. It's hard. It's hard. And I, I think about the high court's ruling. I think about the pain. I think about the fact that, you know, Jamaica has what, seven, eight years now, pride, in, you know, in the streets and we celebrate it on Emancipation Day. And I'm like, what is Emancipation Day when we're here still so struck? And I'm like, the fight has to continue. The fight needs to continue because we have made so much moves. And sometimes I think because we think we have made so much moves, we don't stop and realize that we still have so far to go. And I'm not one to decry you know, Jamaica and where we have reached because I love my country. I love my country so I can't love it no more. And out of all places in the world, I choose to live here. And I just want us to realize that the more we set up ourselves in this emancipatory thing is the more we need to just center ourselves and focus and look that yo, so many other things about ourselves need to change internally. We blame things so much on the government that we don't realize that, yo, we have to 
take responsibility for ourselves to move because the government have to move with the people. Whether or not we think they do, they have to move. So if we demand some changes within ourselves, they would have to follow because they need the votes, even if you look at it like that. You understand me? But <laughs> boxes is a way that we survive, but we also have to create our own boundaries. And I think sometimes people believe that boxes are safe because they provide boundaries and everybody like boundaries, but boundaries can also be fluid and they can also be permeable to adjust how we need it to fit ourselves. You understand me? So that's kind of one of my one of my things for this year is that we have to move, we have to reinvent, we have to destroy some of the old things because it wasn't working. And that whole kind of thing, if it if it you know if it don't broke, don't fix it. That's foolishness. Because sometimes it's our own fear why we don't realize that it it is broken. And there are a lot of us that are broken, and we need to fix it. We need to move some of the boxes. We have to. Okay. Mm -hmm. She's saying a lot of the similar things to what, you know, Michael and you and, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're also saying. Also an artist, also an artist. True, true, true. The artists, well, the artists can tend to lead, <laughs> can lead the way, but they don't always, they're not always allowed to, um, mm. unfortunately. But yeah, that, that thing about don't, if it ain't broke, you know, don't, don't fix, fix it, it, which is foolishness. That's, she's absolutely right there. You, you know, I have a friend, um, Mara Ailarasai, who works in restorative justice for women and girls in the UK. Mm -hmm. Very, very brilliant work she does through um, her organization, Imkan. And she spoke, I think, at, I think it was at UWE, at the law school, um, about the same, you know, uh, domestic violence and gender and women and so on in Jamaica. Right. And she was saying that in their in, in restorative justice work, if the most vulnerable person in a space is not okay, then nobody is okay. If you take care of the most vulnerable person in a space, everybody else who is less vulnerable will be fine. Mm. You know? So to Absolutely. All, yeah, so to other people who are not facing and feeling vulnerability within a situation, they would think nothing is broken. They would think everything is fine because they have them legs and them can walk up the stairs and go wherever they want to go. They wouldn't necessarily think a ramp is necessary. But right. but but so they they don't have the consciousness to say, okay, hey, but this is broken though, it needs to be fixed. And and that's why I get so concerned about the fact that we don't listen to vulnerable voices because then we don't know that some of the things that we identify ourselves as, some of the the, the actions that we identify ourselves with. Those things that make up our boxes, whether cultural boxes or personal boxes or community boxes, we don't know that those things are not working because we are not affected by them in a certain right. kind of way. And like, like the cat calling, the cat calling, and the, the exactly, way. Exactly. I mean, that for me is you know that is that is rape culture because it's all on it a, is it, it's all on a on a on a kind of spectrum of amplification, mm -hmm. I guess you know, and that mm -hmm. is the beginnings. Well, the beginnings are really thoughts, but you know what I mean in terms yeah, of man. that's the mm -hmm. stirrings of of rape culture. It's very it, it, it's very prevalent in that it becomes words, it becomes talking, it becomes touching, it becomes um, mm. harassment that is physical, and then it right. goes off into the the, the, the more amplified. Um, yeah. and, and, at a, and at the basis of it, it's a, it's a it's a feeling or a belief that you have a right to this person. Exactly, exactly. But unless unless you are the one, unless you are able to feel that. 
you won't think there's anything broken about doing that. You won't mm-hmm. think that there's anything wrong with doing that. You'd think, what am I going to So now, even, even now, as we are debating the sexual harassment bill in parliament and things are coming out and we're seeing the responses of some of the parliamentarians to it, you're realizing that they themselves are in the, in, in the cohort that does not realize that something is broken. They themselves right. don't realize because they have not been victimized. In, and, and I mean, I won't even, I can't venture to say that they have been the perpetrators, but I will say that they have not been victimized based upon their responses. Why, Neela, I'm not going to call any names, but I remember going to a funeral in St. Mary mm-hmm. and some member of parliament was sitting in the front row as another, as a female member came. He, this is in church, you know, and slap her on her, on her butts before she sat down. What? In church, I, in the front row. I was like, what? Oh, what? No, she, she, you know, she, she chuckled, but I'm, but you know, but what, you know, I guess that's also a thing of a defense of. All right, let me not make us think a scene. Probably. Exactly. I, um, who knows? But, I don't know the story. I can't say. But. But but think about this, and I just you see this whole boxing has me thinking visually, right? Her box expanded or has expanded to include um, unseemly behavior. The same remote I was talking about in terms of how sometimes we have to expand our boxes because of fear. Yes, 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 and yes. Power differentials. So mm-hmm, obviously, mm-hmm. differential there because there was not a power differential there. He wouldn't think he could have done it, right? And she would have had a different kind of response to it. Time and place aside. So, so mm-hmm. sometimes, and and this is the, this is the, the debate, the, the part of the debate that a number of people don't understand when it comes to the ideas of sexual harassment and sexual assault. When they say why the victims don't just come forward and talk, whether well, them do X, Y, and Z. I mean, they need a very short statute of limitations because we can't be waiting around for 30 years for people to, to feel safe to say. Pe- victims have had to, and some of them from a very, very young age, so young that you, you would, you'd feel sick to think about it, have mm-hmm. had to expand their box in order to accommodate, in order to be able to, to feel as safe as they can in unsafe situations. You understand? And it's not, it's not, it's not that they wanted to. Is that they felt that they had no choice but to accept behavior because accepting behavior from other people expands your box, you know, or yeah. changes in your box because it tells people how to treat you. And when people keep treating you a certain way over and over time, you believe that's who you are. Right. And so because they don't understand that women, for example, may have had a history of this, or women are just tired of of having to speak to every single person who says this to them on the road or calls to them like it's on the road then they think it's okay. But it's mm-hmm. not really okay. It is an unwanted aspect of your box that you would rather not have on it. Yeah. 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 So. Wow. <clears throat> um, all right. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep us listening uh, because, well, yeah. where are we now? We have time. So we have Colleen, and then we're going to we're gonna look at the lyrics of that song that I, that I shared with you. Yeah, well. Let's listen to, to Colleen. Okay. So I read the post a few times. I... And I thought to myself, it's interesting. I was born in a kind of box. I grew up in a very strict Adventist home and they had specific expectations of us. We're expected to go to college or university, finish a degree, get married, have children. And I followed that. I followed that except that I did not pursue a degree in law as was expected of me. I decided I wanted to do the arts and I studied literatures in English. And interestingly, literatures in English insisted that I think outside the box. And so every time I had something to analyze, I was told, think outside of the the box, Colleen. Um, 
think imaginatively, find new ideas instead of the traditional or expected one. And so I was trained in a tradition of being outside of this box. And when I think of the, the literal box, the literal box is something that I use practically, something that I use to pack away my books when I'm moving house or when I'm moving office, um, something that I put gifts in for my friends. But the truth is, I don't enjoy my books being in a box. I have to take them out, dust them off, put them on a shelf, make them attractive and read them. That's when they're useful. The same thing when someone gives me a book wrapped in a beautiful box. I don't, a book or a gift rather. I don't enjoy the, the gift in the box. The gift has to come out and reveal its beauty to me. And so literally, when you think of a box, we're not meant to be in a box. We are not meant to be. We're meant to be our highest self, our best self. And our best self is really being true to you, living your life beyond your wildest dreams and not doing what you do just because others expect it. You know, that people-pleasing behaviors uh, that we display is really what the box tells us to do. And so, from very early in my adult life, I knew that being in a box is not necessarily, is not at all what I want for myself. I know that I don't like to dress in uncomfortable clothing just because corporate demands it. I know I don't want to perm my hair just because people tell me, oh, it makes you look softer. I know that I do not want a job where I'm sitting stationary at a desk from nine to five, um, because that might be the one that made me earn more money. I know for a fact that I do not want to live in a box. I do know that human beings are not meant to be in boxes. So I raise my children with that knowledge. I raise them with that understanding that they don't have to be anyone but themselves. I tell them all the time, everyone else is taken. It's just one you, it's one you and you just have to, there's absolutely nothing wrong with difference outside of being different. Your difference is what makes you special. And so this box, this idea of box too, um, I, I remember Michael, you said something about the uptown, downtown, crosstown, country. I call myself a country girl. So that's a box, huh? So sometimes we use things to define us without realizing that we have placed ourselves in boxes. So the country girl is expected to perform a particular way. And I call it performance because that is what we start to do. And I remember going through like a really what I consider a big heartbreak. And for the life of me, I was never upset. I wasn't able to, to perform what they tell me in the storybooks that you should do or what should happen to you when you are going through, an, through a heartbreak. And somehow someone said to me, but that's, you don't realize that that behavior is not normal. And I thought, but that's honestly how I feel. Um, I don't feel like I need to drop myself on the floor and cry. I don't feel like I should lock myself away. I feel like it's okay to cry for a moment and move on and forgive. And I genuinely felt so, but I realized that people didn't believe that it was possible because I didn't fit in that box in that moment. I, I, so, so 
boxes are not meant boxes are meant to contain things and so i think that figuratively now you break outside of that box and become the best you that is possible that's the only time when you're going to be your authentic you by not going into that box at all what is it's similar similar stuff i mean i think she's she's advocating not being in a box at all um but michael probably would say that that's her box <laughs> <laughs> and everybody has to have a framework of some some, yeah, some so, are wider some are bigger some have different kinds right. of permeability in terms of the world but, but i think it. yeah but the key everybody the key is that is you define the box you need to define the box that you're in you know it key. needs to be a, a box of your definition and your making and your rules um you know the ability for self-definition is prevalent even in the youngest of children you know once they are once they are able to separate themselves or understand themselves as separate from um another object as separate from another human being as separate from something else that they're seeing on the outside and they begin mm-hmm. to really understand identity as a psychological thing and then they mm-hmm. begin to get words or not even just words but to turn their head away when they don't want something that's self-definition yeah. understand to yes, ask yes. for something in crying or or with with whatever gestures that they can manage at the time mm-hmm. to say that they do want something, if it's even just to reach out the arm, so that yeah, you are they're, they're establishing the boundaries there. Establishing your boundaries is all. It's really about boundaries, and then from there now to be able to vocalize and say yes and no, what people call the terrible twos. But you know, it's a very very important part of development to be able to safely say I consent to this and I don't consent to that because mm-hmm. that is a part of the self definition. You understand? And mm-hmm. what your expectations of me are not going to be what you what what what's gonna happen. You want to feed me, no, but I don't want to eat. So what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? I am I am staking my claim. When when we don't allow each other to have the power of self-definition, you know, we really are doing each other. It's more than when I say it's a great disservice, that's a euphemism. That's mm-hmm. violence. We're doing a violence to the other person because humanity needs the the option for self-definition needs it yeah. needs it i mean i was thinking you know as colleen was speaking about the fact that so she she you know referred to the box as being people are expecting you to have only one way of being and this i i use this box therefore you're going to use it box your right. sister you you have to use it. everybody who goes to school must do this and do that and do that and at some point in time she had to say uh no i, I did some of that but I'm going to do it in my own way. I'm going to reform my box because it's origami paper that I'm using. And I'm <laughs> going to make sure my children understand a different thing about the boxes that they're creating for themselves. You know, and those who are of previous generations are generally more fixed with what it is they believe that you need to be able to do to be successful or have successful boundaries, um, yeah. that kind of thing. But, you know, us in... These newer generations mm-hmm. realize that we have more options. Many, right. many times, times were simpler then. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, and you know, interestingly, they may not have been, you know, True. it may not have been meaning the complexities may not have been highlighted, but because humans have always been humans, I'm sure they were there. Like I was mm-hmm. seeing, I was looking, oh Lord, I wish I could remember. Sometimes on IG, I look at so many things. I cannot cite where I got it from, but there right. was some photographic evidence of very, very early, it might have been in the United States, um, a transgender woman 
enslaved transgender woman. Lord, I wish I could remember. An enslaved transgender woman? Enslaved, I think. It wouldn't have been enslaved. It would have been because there's a photograph, so it would have been after. Okay. Anyway, the point is that there are some histories in times that we didn't expect there would be. Right. You know, there's a narrative that says, you know, the time was like this then and everybody was doing that. But that's not true because, you know, maybe Uncle Joe used to like to put on anti-palm underwear. You never know. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. true. You know what I mean? And they had an understanding, you know. Mm -hmm. There were a lot of caveats because humans have always been humans. Right, right. You know? So, yeah, yeah. I was wondering, Mike, about about, um, the idea of the boxes being protective, though. You know, um, Mm -hmm. your own personal identity box being something that protects you. I think about that. Yeah, well, for sure, they they can be, Um, and and sometimes they're protected for a while, and then and then not. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes because things can be. If you think about what is it like, like a lobster, the shell it has is protective until it grows out of the grows out of the 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 shell. It has to shed the shell Mm -hmm. and grow a new one. You know, so I mean, it, 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 the protection doesn't always last. For, it can't last forever in the right. same way. It's the same right. way. It's like, just like how your, your thoughts and beliefs, they have to grow. And, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm always for that. I'm always for expanding and for trying out things and then, you know, making another decision. And once you've tried this and, and experienced this or, or you've, you've, you've researched that, then you make another decision and you grow and you expand and, you, and yeah. then that's, you're going to get more questions from that, from that yeah. growth and expansion. You're going to, you know, research something else and grow. Mm-hmm. For me, that's how you stay alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. that's the point of life. You know, yeah. Um, but all right, let's 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 look at these these lyrics. So this this song actually is what kind of was the inspiration for the post that I made. Okay. Um, I think I'd heard I'd heard the song. I listened to it. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. And it's this is from 1961, mm-hmm. right? So um, this is I, I I don't know if I guess in America they might say Malvina. But in, mm-hmm. in um, Jamaica, Mago Malvina. Yes, I will say Malvina. I know. I Malvina Reynolds, Malvina yeah. Reynolds. Um, her, her song "Little Boxes." I'm going to read some of the lyrics. So, little boxes on the hillside, little boxes made of ticky tacky, little boxes on the hillside, little boxes all the same. Uh, there's a pink one and a green one, and a blue one and a yellow one. Uh, they're all made out of ticky tacky, and they all look just the same. And now here is where it, where it starts to get good. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and the people in the houses all went to the university um, where they were put in boxes and they came out all the same. And there's doctors and lawyers and business executives and they're all made out of ticky-tacky and they all look just the same. And uh, we'll skip down. Um, oh, yes, here we go. And they all have pretty children and the children go to school and the children go to summer camp and then to the university where they're put in boxes and they come out all the same. The boys go into business and marry and raise a family in boxes made of ticky-tacky and they all look just the same. There's a pink one and a green one and a blue one and a yellow one and they're all made out of ticky-tacky and they all look just the same. Mm. <laughs> 1961. Mikey, what and is ticky-tacky? It, I think it's like a kind of paper. It's kind of like a... Yeah. A, a, yeah. similar <laughs> to like a paper mache or something. Right, um, right, right. But it's, like, it's that kind of, yeah. 
All right, I looked up tiki-taki online uh, in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online, and it's defined as sleazy or shoddy material used especially in the construction of look-alike tract houses. Uh, it is also of an uninspired or monotonous sameness. So, yeah. um, but 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 even when you look at uh, like uh, not, you know those the footage and, and the films from the sixties. Mm. um where in the 60s like in the in in the u.s i don't know if it's so much so in jamaica you know in the u.s where all the houses look the same uh everybody had you know strive for this particular car and they all look the same and they dress the same and it's just this hat the, the cut of the skirts were the same the suits were the same suburban um, yeah suburban dream yeah mm-hmm. yeah suburban doldrums right right, <laughs> but, right. But 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 this thing is 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 what we're living with. Because I mean, I I was in I was meant just like Colleen was talking about. Uh, you know, I was meant to go and do to to do medicine. I was at UE for a year, um, mm. you know, hoping to be the doctor uh, that my sister was that you know became. Um, you know, and but but again, even in that in in that time, it's like there's a point where you go, this is not me. <laughs> this is not me. This is yeah. not my box, and um, yeah, I'm gonna have to get out. And and it was a struggle. It was a struggle with my parents, mm-hmm. um, but they, you know, it, God bless them. They came on board after mm-hmm. a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I I was, I don't know. I was at UA in the Sosai box, which was kind of like a part of my box, mm-hmm. but my real box was the arts. But I didn't have anywhere right. to actually explore that in a in a particular in the way in which I wanted to. Mm-hmm. So. I, going to a, an arrangement with my parents okay you get the first degree from us and then do what you want to do on your own time after that <laughs> right. you know, or whatever else it is so um but there was that point in fact i was sitting in an exam for sociology when i when i it really just like the box hit me on the head and i was like mm-hmm. yeah i don't want to do this i don't yep. need to do this this is not what i need to do this is not what my primary focus needs to be this is not it in, in as yeah. much as i enjoy it and i can do it it's not right. the central thing that I should be should, should be having as you know the construction of this box of mine. Mm. I was in so, a seven-hour chemistry lab. Wow! Well, when, when I was like, this this ain't right. <laughs> this, yeah. this cannot be my life. And so, <laughs> I was like, no. But you know, no. I mean, the, there is something to be said for the privilege that we have had to mm. have that as an, a wake-up moment where we were privileged enough to be able to be in a university kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And had the option to say, okay, well, to recognize and do something about it. There True. are many people who have not been able to be in, a, be in a situation that allows them to recognize one, or if they recognize, they just can't do anything about it because maybe the boxes around them is so tight the mm-hmm. sense of expectation, the sense of identity, the sense of the inability to, to make a change in your circumstance or because of poverty, because of, you know, other disadvantaging kind of situations, haven't been able to make any change. And so they have had to be living in these out, in these boxes that they would have outgrown, these small shells that they would, they, the bodies are, are pressing against to try to move into a different space and haven't been able to. So I have to, I have to acknowledge the privilege of, you know, yeah. And also being able to have a conversation with those my parents, you know, who are willing to listen. True, you true. Know, some parents absolutely are are they they okay. don't care if you die within the profession that they have said. You're breaking up. Is you're breaking your up. Box Say it again. Profession, you know, you know, 
there are some people who their their parents and grandparents, their family line, everything is so um, strong around them. They have no chance to shift and shake and change that box. I mean, sometimes when that happens, you know, there is a lash towards against the world. Yeah. You're not able to self-actualize. You know, sometimes people end up deciding to move to another realm of of living and transition because it's not worth being within the small box that they've been placed. So, you know, I would say for anybody who finds themselves in a space where they're able to make a choice, acknowledge the privilege of that moment and make a good choice. Right. right. Make, make an expansive choice. And, and if there's anybody who's finding that they're on the other side of the table where they have these expectations that are, um, smothering somebody else's ability to choose you know check themselves yeah. mm-hmm. check themselves because we yeah. all are right yeah. well Niels yeah I want to thank you again for these wonderful conversations man listen I man, w- man. I, <laughs> man. I enjoy it so much Michael I yes. to you yes man me too me too me too I want to leave the, the listeners with a, with a, with a, a little thing to, to think about so, you know, get up, look around you, think about your life. Are you in a box? If you are, have a look at the box. Question it. Is it the box? Is it a box of your own making? Is it a box of your own design? Uh, is it something you designed with some other people? Mm-hmm. Um, are you still comfortable there? Do you think there's room to expand your box or to change your box or to topple it over and flatten it and import a new one? Or grow it from scratch. I just want you to examine yourself and your life. Mm. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me, Anila, on Mike's Moment Off.